1: and hey, 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 welcome to Slow Robot big show number 105, and we have ears now. Yeah, we can yeah, hear. Oh my God. We can hear clearly now. Uh, the rain Od- is gone. Yeah, Audacity has this, uh, that's the program I used to record, has this neat little thing where if I don't start the Mackey board before I launch the program, it doesn't see the microphones, and then it goes, boring and like gives this warning uh, sound in your ear that basically is so loud you can see through time. Anyway, you don't care, and we neither should we, because here we are. Uh, you can find we're the we're the uh, B movie review show, uh, and uh,
2: Z movie review and Z
1: movie review show and whatever else.
2: Today we don't have a B movie or a Z. Yeah, no,
1: today we actually have a good movie we're going to talk yeah. about. Uh, so anyway, my name is Mao. You can find Slow Robot Go Go on Stitcher and iTunes and thing and stuff and internet and
2: slice,
1: internet slice radio. the... The, the place in Australia that's awesome. The place in Australia, which uh, you get a slice of us. A slice of us and a slice of awesomeness, so go there. Uh, what is it? Sli- I, I heard us on Shoutcast on the Roku box. <laughs> nice, that's awesome. <laughs> You're like, who are these idiots? Yeah, yeah. Whatever. Uh, <clears throat> and then yeah. you can also... I have a different show called Bunch of Dorks. That is uh, basically like a one subject or one or two subjects usually that we talk about and then uh, play lots of music. So check that out. Uh at bunchofdorks.com that's where the uh, oh boy I'm all over the place this morning my brain is scattered I have to try and like find my chi or whatever cause okay Slow Robot go, go. you can also go to slowrobotogogo.wordpress.com there's where you find the show or you can go to bunchofdorks.com there's three buttons first button is Slow Robot go, go. second button is two dimension podcast podcast no, d- no direction and the third button is Bunch of Dorks which is the talk and music so you have movies Comic books or the funny books, as they don't say anymore, and music. Yeah,
2: because they're not
1: funny anymore. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're very not. Serious. Now they're all brooding and like, oh, yeah. I'm so angry. Blah, I'm a hero. <laughs> yes. I'm a hero, but I'm pissed. <laughs> yeah, check me out. I go, yeah. That's a, yeah. Something like that. Where's the flaming carrot? That's what all I care about. Oh, you remember the flaming carrot? Man, my sister has all of them signed <laughs> and everything. The guy signed. <laughs> she met she, Bob Burton. Though. Yeah, yeah, she she met him, She she loved that comic ah, book, man. Cool. It's just, it's I hope cool. she still has them. But yeah, she used to have a, a Reed Fleming, the world's angriest milk man, yeah. and um and the flaming carrot comic <laughs> book. She has them all. She cool. had them signed. She loved those comic books, man. She, she you know, so uh yes. And and who and now you've met me, whose 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 voice have you heard chiming in? Who was with me? Doctor Morbius. That's right, from Parts Unknown. And what do you got going on? I I gave away the surprise, but King Don said it flows better when I just go through the three buttons and then you kind of allude to what oh, it is. Oh well so I, then, and, enough of that. King, King Don doesn't know what he's talking about. He's just <laughs> he's just coughing his brains
2: out. <laughs> he yeah.
1: is he is now. He <laughs> went to California for some sad business and came back with a sad cold, yeah. I think. Oh, poor guy.
2: Yeah, two dimension comic book podcast, podcast with no direction where I, Doctor Morbius. He, King Don, him, uh, Rook. I mean, not not Rook, um, uh, Dallas
1: or Houston, and then of course the Rook. Rook takes horsey guy.
2: There you go.
1: What is the horse guy in chess? Oh, uh, the knight. No, the ah.
2: yeah, the, no, the knight is the castle. Uh, the what is a horsey? <laughs> I know what it is. I just can't think of it right
1: right now. Rook takes horsey guy.
2: Yeah, what is that? Anyway. Who cares? Whatever. I don't know. Yeah, chess, no, it I doesn't mean. matter. I, every time I play on the computer, I lose, even at retard level. So, you know, it's just... It's <laughs> I don't think, bother I don't think that's
1: politically correct anymore.
2: That's all right. We're not a
1: political correct yeah, show yeah, anyway. Good point. <laughs> let's, start, let's start now at 105. Yeah. All right, what else you got? You have some other stuff going on online. Oh, yeah. what
2: Destination Nightmare, where I do comic books and podcasts and... Music reviews and movie reviews and you know all sorts yeah. of good stuff like that. Just
1: branching out, man, that's cool.
2: It's a branch, man. Yeah, I, I branch out to you, the I, listener.
1: You know, I got a hum. Um, this might be well. We have time. I didn't see any movies this week. Did you watch any movies? This I week? don't
2: remember, so I probably didn't. <laughs> besides our. That's a, you know, and you know what enjoy. I noticed
1: like my mood drops when I don't watch movies. <laughs> like I had a I had like a week where I was kind of like not really in a good mood a lot um, of the time. Partly because of work, partly because of whatever, you know, yeah, yeah, stuff yeah. wears on you a little bit. And, and then, uh, like, I didn't watch any movies this week, and I probably like should've. Like, uh,
2: yeah. that's my
1: escape, maybe. You know what I mean? I
2: I dubbed movies onto DVD, but I didn't watch them. I dubbed like Godzilla versus the Sea Monster and the H-Man and stuff yeah. like that. The but, H-Man, uh, <laughs> wow. That's a good one. We should watch yeah. that for the show. Yeah. yeah,
1: this this might be more of a bunch of dork fodder, but uh, you know, I started. I contacted two or three other. um... Online places about doing a show. Now I might be biting off more than I can chew, but uh, I, I I reached out to a bunch of people um, on Surf Guitar One On One. It's a forum that's that's dedicated to surf stuff, and uh, I've been on there for a lot of years. I've been on there since like probably 2007. Uh, not not a super active member, but I'll go there and look around. Sometimes I'll interject, but not usually not. You know, forums are junk. But I did, and I got this wild hair. I was like, you know, let's do a surf only show uh for a bunch of dorks okay because that's what you um you know when we played the ghastly ones you were like oh i dig that and i was like yeah i dig that too man so i wrote i wrote there and said hey if anyone here has a cd or whatever or some music send it to me and and, and I'll, i wanted to do a surf only show and i got a huge response i got like six or seven of the guys sent me their cds to to play on cool. uh, so yeah so i was like really excited about it
2: we can do it today too. I mean, I yeah, maybe. In. I can walk it and
1: talk in. <laughs> So then, but then, um, then I found this this online, uh, surf radio, uh internet radio station, almost like Slice, but it's only surf stuff.
0: Hmm, wow. That's
1: and I weird. um out in the Netherlands, and I wrote the guy, and I said, look, I have a, I have a pretty, I have a fairly good uh. Repertoire here. I've I've done podcasting for a long time. I think I could really knock out a show for you if if there's a if there's an opening. So I haven't heard back from him yet. I'm hoping that pans out.
2: Was his name like Hans or something like that?
1: No, nah, I don't know. I I mean I saw it, but I didn't, I don't remember what it was. You know, everyone has a weird name on online. Uh, Niels, I think it was Niels. Niels, yeah, that's yeah. probably. I think name it man. was Niels is his name. And then I also um, at that heritage village thing last weekend, I met the former president of where we worked. Really? He retired, and not president. Well, yeah, he was president for a while, or or the CEO or whatever. You mean Bush? Um, <laughs> yes. Uh, so President Bush was running around, and and he he actually interviewed me because he and he's like, oh, I have this, I have a radio station, internet radio station no sh- in the area. No sh. Yeah, so I wrote him and said, hey, you know, if you're looking for a DJ, let me know, because I don't, I'm worried about taking on a little bit too much. You know, because I was almost gonna start doing a whole another show on on surf music. You know,
2: that's too specific. Man. It's too
1: specific, and it's also like, do I want to upkeep a third webpage? Do I want to keep? You know, I mean, I just kind of don't.
2: Music in general would be good, but it's just surf.
1: Well, that's what Bod is now. Yeah.
0: Like that's what like Except Bod today's. Bod
1: has tra- transitioned into like one topic, lots of music. Yeah. You know, which is like, you know, I don't know. So whatever. I don't even know why I'm airing this on air. I guess because we don't have anything else. So today's, it, today's bod is probably gonna be about paranoia. Yeah, and oh, but also then insta- we can't do a surf show this week because then also Audrey Benton out of Japan, they're launching uh, Japan Night where yeah. they come and invade America once a <laughs> okay. year. And i and I'm always they've been a big supporter of us, so I'm always a big supporter of them. Okay. So we're gonna be playing all their music instead, like <laughs> so cool. whatever. But yeah, anyway, who cares about all that? This is a movie review show, not that talking about other things show.
2: This is an all-encompassing movie review
1: wow, show. Wow, this is. Uh, and now it's going to encompass some trailers, and then when we come back, we're going to do our top ten list. Okay. All right, well, we'll be back in a minute with encompassing stuff.
0: The following is one thirty-second localized commercial for the four-feature marathon scheduled for Friday, October
1: 31st. The Dinoshock Show, 30 seconds for local tag ad. This Friday night, Halloween,
0: Dino, Dino shock, shock, shock. Four shockers for Halloween. The last house on the left, Mark, Mark of, of the, the devil. Cast. Cannibal Girls. Don't look in, look in the, the face. basement. This Friday night,
1: Dino Shock. shock.
0: It's Halloween, Terror Night. Trip into a nightmare of evil with... Guess what happened to Count Dracula? He's back from the grave to rule the satanic occult-ridden world of today's mind-blown youth. <laughs>
1: guess what happened to Count Dracula? will trip you into a blood-smeared torture chamber and you'll never get out.
0: Let me go, let me go,
1: please! Don't see it alone. See it with someone you trust. You'll plunge into a nightmare of evil, thrills, chills, horror, terror, shock, panic and violence, climaxing in an orgy
0: of blood and death. Rated GP. We hope
1: you'll really like. All right, only I don't. I can't guess what happened to Count Dracula. That's can a, that's you? That's a dirty Dracula movie. Yeah. Yeah. Dirty birdie. Yeah. All right, Hell good. Yeah. All right, what do we got going on? What's our top ten list this week?
2: Lead singers
1: yeah. in
2: the rock and roll idiom.
1: Yeah. See, you know what though? I str- I, I flexed mine a little bit. Go ahead. Flex. You know, flex them because some like one of them, one or two are punk, and a couple of them are metal. You know what I mean? Like well that's technically rock and roll yeah that's what i thought too so well, yeah. well go ahead with yours top 10 list
2: okay i got more than top 10 but you know, because whenever, when you're talking uh, about movies uh, you talk about
1: top 10 rock and
2: roll oh yeah of course <laughs> <laughs> scattershot
1: uh, at best
2: no no number no specific number one but i gotta put jagger in there you know lead singer yeah, you know
1: what he didn't make my list but he should have probably i don't beast, know yeah he, mick jagger he's the
2: man dude yeah he's the man I mean, he was up there shaking it and strutting it before was, anybody else did. Because
1: I was also thinking about the dude from Aerosmith. Um, oh,
2: he's a ripoff of Jagger. Steven Tyler. Steven
1: Tyler. And neither of those guys made my list. And, you know, these are all our very personal lists. Like, I'm not being mean towards any of them. I just couldn't, put, I just didn't put him in. Like, I don't know why. There's something about him, like.
2: I, I know I know one guy you put on your list, and I'm going to dispute him. Because I think he's a, he's a good singer, but I don't think he's a good front man.
1: Right, well, and
2: well, that's Ozzy. I don't oh. think he's a good front man. I yeah. think he just stands there shooting peace symbols and I know, like glaring at the audience. You yeah, know? He's, uh, well, well, he's well, a, well he's a, but he's a great singer. Yeah. He's a guy in a great band. So anyway, uh, Robert Plant, the Golden God himself, you know, Mister Shrieking oh, uh, Viking. Uh, yeah, yeah. I got to have him and Alice Cooper. Nice. You know, freaking great front man. You know, like the first shock rock guy. Well, not the first because they were Screamy Jay Hawkins and all those. But Who's t- that? You never heard I put a spell on you from the 50s, Screaming oh, yeah, Jay yeah, Hawkins. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh I man! Know, well, I know
1: that guy. I know that song. I don't that, guy, know that guy. The, the
2: video yeah. on on TV is awesomeness or whatever oh, yeah. on YouTube. Oh yeah. Uh, let's see who I got here. Roger Daltrey from the Who. You know, swinging the microphone and acting all manly, even though he's all five foot tall. You know, but <laughs> that's the thing about rock and roll. It makes short guys like very big and statuesque, and when you see them like live, they're like shorter than your mom you know you what know? happened
1: the, the fond, uh, happy days did that to Arthur Fonzarelli <laughs> yeah like, where, like when I was a kid I thought he was like this like a big biker dude yeah he's like 5 nothing. he's I like know. I mean like in, in real life he's very small but just his persona <laughs> and his cause I didn't know anything about him until he started popping back up into like Adam Sandler movies yeah and I was like oh wow and then I saw him I was like how tall is this guy like, I, I, like when I was a kid Fonzie was cool yeah. And Happy Days was very popular, and I just thought he was a big dude, and no. he wasn't. He's tiny, you know, and thin and tiny, you know.
2: Yeah, well, that's the thing about movies. They tend to make, like, you know, more well, hell, smaller
1: people real big, and when you see them, they're What's like, his name, John uh, Cruz? Tom Cruise is Yeah,
2: he's a little... Tiny dude, guy. but he
1: he, has, he always has to stand on things and... <laughs> You know, 'cause he his ego is bigger than the whole world anyway so you know Yeah, well, him and that uh you
2: know that thingy that he practices. Anyway, <laughs> uh <laughs> yes, that
1: thingy. All right, go ahead. Go. Anyway, the uh
2: <laughs> Mr. Darkness himself and I think you know who I'm talking about. Jimbo. Jimbo Morrison, wow. Mr. Uh, Mr. The the first goth guy, basically. The first brooding artist. Oh, my God, from rock and roll. Yeah, I was watching a little bit of uh, The Doors at the Hollywood Bowl yesterday on uh, VH1 Classic. Oh. Boy, that guy was scary even back then with all his screams and yelling. And he, and he looked like he had a total smart-ass face. He looked like yeah. he knew he was effing with the people, and he really went out of his way to do so. <laughs> uh, Bowie. Got to have Mr. Bowie yeah, and Mr. David Glam Bowie. Guy and Mr. Ziggy Stardust. You know, he's a classic dude, man. Uh, here's a couple guys that are kind of like soul guys, but I always thought that they got great voices and they were great on stage. In the early days, anyway, for um, Rod DeMod. I used to like Rod DeMod Stewart. When Uh-oh. he was in the faces doing Stay wow. With Me and all that stuff. He was he was a good rock and roll. Then he turned into a, a housewife favorite, and it just killed it, you know, for me. Shoot, yeah. Another, uh- <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah. Enough said, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, another guy... That was in the Small Faces, same lineup, but another great British soul singer was Steve Marriott. He did. He was in. He ended up. He started in the Small Faces, which never hit big here, but they had a lot of great songs. And then he was in Humble Pie. He did some classic uh, boogie stuff like Thirty Days in the Hole. But he was again a tiny guy with a voice like an unbelievably loud, incredible voice, uh, or whatever. Who else have I got here? Uh, well. From Prague, from Prague Land, my favorite was Peter Gabriel when he was in Genesis. Not when he was solo, but yeah, when he was Genesis. what going to ask about Genesis? When the original Genesis, the Prague one, when he got dressed up in all these yeah. costumes and did these creepy Bizarro songs, I, I love that crap, man. I, I live for that shit.
0: Nice.
2: Ian Anderson of Tall, a crazy madman oh, with a yeah. flute and like you know, making all these dopey faces and jumping up and down and singing some damn cool. You know songs. what? I've
1: never seen their, I've never seen them play. I've never seen their like and their act. I've I heard a lot of their music yeah, oh yeah, yeah, but yeah. I've never seen their them even a video nothing of them go to youtube I have no video like recollection of who Jethro Tull is
2: go to youtube and type in um, Jethro Tull the witch's the the witch's promise and you'll see him you know making all these funny faces I just assumed
1: he looked like that creepy guy on the front of their cover yeah he does okay well he did he did with the coat the trench coat yeah yeah yeah, like aqualung yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. the witch's
2: (laughs) promise look up that video you'll you'll love it he's making all these goofy faces um who else have I got here? Let's see. Uh, well, more of an obscure one for the U.S., but one of my favorites was Brian Ferry from Roxy Music. He was Mr. Uh, he was Mr. Suave guy, but singing all these bizarro songs, especially in the early '70s, he was uh, he was greatness. And uh, I guess I got to put Lennon and McCartney in there, you know, for just the, yeah. for just the great singing and the, the The Beatles really did something that I really. I mean, I always knew it, but it was always in the back of my mind. But the more I read about them, the more I I hear about them, the more I realize that they basically took simple music but added all these cool vocal harmonies and
0: they, they did things, a lot, and yeah.
2: they really did a lot vocally, more so than. They combined Everly Brothers and you know Little Richard and all of rock and roll and they did a lot in that idiom. So I got to put them in, there, even though they would, they quit like in
1: 1967 or whatever. You know, <laughs> nice. But yeah, that's my list. All right, my my list is no Joe Cocker for you. Oh God, yeah. Joe Cocker. <laughs> yeah, he would be. He's an honorable mention. My my honorable mention would be uh, yeah, uh
0: definitely
1: John or uh, Jim Ballou- she
2: a uh, uh, John Belushi, imitating, John Belushi Joe imitating Joe, Joe
1: Cocker, yeah, That would be mine. Go. That, that, yeah, God, go. it's been he's been dead so long. I'm I'm accidentally mixing his brother and him up. That's, yeah. I should be flogged. Okay, my my list of top ten front men or singers is going to be much different than yours. Okay. But uh, try not to dispute them too much. You know, no, I'm not they're going just they're you. who I so dig. <laughs> agree with. You. Right, well, I don't know. This first one is probably going to be the. I mean, one, if
2: Rollins is in there, I'm going to say yeah. No, uh, no Rollins. He, he, no yeah, Rollins. he should have been. He's, he's good. I
1: know he is. I, there was, I really kind of tried to stay out of the punk, but I shouldn't have. Now I don't know. It doesn't matter. Um, first one is gonna be kind of polarizing because he's known as being very uh, goofball and very ag- arrogant. David Lee Roth from Van Halen.
2: Oh, I hate him. I
1: know most but people. He is hate it, front, but but he is a good front. But he's a good front man. When he when he was man. there, he yeah. was the showman. He is. He is. I agree uh, with so you. because because you could even say uh, you know Sammy Hagar took over and did a great job. He, everyone thought it was the end of Van Halen, and it wasn't. I mean, you know, Sammy Hagar was good too, but <laughs> he wasn't David Lee Roth, was he? I mean, the, that thing, guy, the thing
2: about David Lee Roth is early David Lee Roth. If you see him go on YouTube and type in a band called uh, Black Oak Arkansas there was a, there were like a cu- country southern hard rock band there was the least singer His name was Jim dandy I swear to God he
1: was the prototype for yeah cool. the he I, is, I
2: have he is a good front man
1: yeah, I have some of that vinyl is, stuff. Is was a good front yeah. man Whatever. now, now here's uh, and number two on my list is the one you just disputed uh Ozzy. um know I, singer, I, no, I know what band, you're saying he just stands there yeah he doesn't do a lot of that theatrical stuff he doesn't run around he doesn't do he does some stuff but you also gotta figure he's drugged up and he's 90 he, now, he's, so, he's,
2: yeah. he's an important rock and roll guy yeah. so I'm not gonna totally dispute yeah it, yeah
1: um next one Janis Joplin yeah, uh, yeah. I, I I dig on her yeah. she's she was pretty uh, pretty crazy.
2: Can't stand her but you know I agree with you. Uh, I yeah, agree but, with you. Yeah,
1: you know cuz It's a taste thing, you know. Well, what I mean? when she, when she starts belting stuff out you yeah, like Yeah, she was wow, great. she you was know? great
2: live. I just can't stand her voice.
1: Now he's this one next one is not mostly rock and roll but Elvis. Of course. You I mean, know, of
2: course I, I forgot I, Elvis. I mean
1: like you he's know, he's first he, rock
2: and roll star. Of course yeah, I forgot. Exactly.
1: It. He's kind of like the iconic. Yeah, now yeah. most of my list is is more modern but yeah, you yeah, know, got to stay. Re- is, yeah, uh, yeah. Robert Plant, yeah. Uh, of course. I remember that. Um, what's the, one of the first concerts I saw? I had a VHS tape when I was a kid of their concert with a uh, when he, when they was when he was like whipping his guitar with that. Song bow.
2: remains the same. Song remains
1: the same, and yeah. I watched that thing over and over. I'm like. Man, who are these guys?
2: Because <laughs>
1: when I was, because they were almost like I was too young for that. Like yeah. that was like
2: your sister wasn't though.
1: No, nah, she didn't like them though. She, but she that, was more like into
2: punk and Devo like and Talking Heads uh, and okay. Susie and the Banshees yeah, yeah, and something yeah. like that. I like Susie that. and the Banshees. Yeah. All those bands too. Yeah,
1: and and so the, the, like Le, like Led Zeppelin was almost like older people music. It, it was, you know. It was. But then as you get older, I was like, wow, this is really good music. like yeah, you, yeah. you learn to appreciate stuff. You yeah, know? yeah. Uh, this one was kind of. Uh, tough for me to choose, but I went with who I went with for the for the body of work. Not I, I chose Brian Johnson from ACDC. Now, how about Bond? That's what I Bond Scott was like incredible. Yeah, uh, but my.
0: I remember first found things. them in
1: Back in Black. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. I
1: went retro, of course, but so, and, and so I, since Back in Black on, you know, Dirty Deeds was, was that, Dirty Deeds was Bond. Dirty bon- Deeds done Dirt Cheese. Yeah, uh, no, that was, that was... That was Bond. Yeah, that was Bond. So, it was very difficult, but I went with Brian Johnson. Um, I like AC/DC sound. I know it's all the same for all 20 oh, albums. It a they, great sound. It, it's the same. They it's never It's the same dopey it. song,
2: except that something Back in Black, they had some good songs. After that, they've kind of been repetitive.
1: Yeah, I... I uh, I like some of their stuff. I, you know. Except
2: You Shook Me All Night Long is a great
1: song. <laughs> it's what? a great stripper song. What was some of them, some of them like...
2: There was one that Bon Scott did, and it's like something about I've got... I've got big balls or yeah, whatever. Uh, yeah, yeah,
1: that's a hilarious. Oh, it's they're song. crazy. They were like, so I have a lot of their stuff on vinyl, and I just love it. You know, Powerage, pa- Powerage, um, which is a really Jailbreak. Highway 70, to Hell. Jail, jailbreak seventy four was. Uh, yeah, Highway yeah. to Hell
2: is a great song. Yeah, it
1: is, dude. I like, I like yeah. most of their old stuff. I love it. It's yeah, it is. Funny it's nice. and it's goofy great. and it is powerful. You know, just three chords, just just it's, go. That's
2: all you need. <laughs>
1: That's all you needed. <laughs> all right. And of course we knew everyone knew this was gonna make my list. Ronnie Fujiyami from the five six seven eight. There you go. Because she can scream it out. Um Rob Halford from Judas Priest.
2: Great vocalist. Man, he and he was man. a great
1: showman too, man. Yeah, a great showman. Yeah, some man. dude comes right out of his Harley and starts whipping yeah, it on stage, oh, yeah. you're like, Wow, no. that's that's something. I haven't seen that before. No, I <laughs> totally agree. I
0: totally
2: agree I, with I, Rob Halford. He's Mr. Heavy Metal.
1: Yeah, he is. I and I I was never a super huge Priest fan but I, I always liked them. I, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I didn't love them, but I liked them a lot. And I listen to their stuff a lot, you know. Yeah, breaking the law, breaking the law. Yeah. <laughs> like, there was a funny this song. One that hit, one that dropped when I was a teenager called Turbo. Yeah,
2: uh, I've heard people talk about that.
1: It's a good album. You know, it's like, when you listen to it now even, it's kind of like, it's all right. You know, it, does, it didn't like fade. Some of that stuff was real cheese ball from the... 80s, early 90s, you know, you're like, yeah,
2: it still is. It's real real.
1: nowadays, it's fake, but now, it's still
2: real. They were real.
1: This one's gonna get some heat. Uh, Here comes the
2: heat. James
1: Hetfield from Metallica. He's a
2: good front man and a good singer. I got no problem.
1: I think it's kind of backlashing back again. That band became very hated Uh, because
2: they changed. People hate it when you change.
1: Well, that and they also because they did the Napster stuff where they were fighting piracy yeah and they yeah. they were like became the face of it, and
2: they were a taping band they're made it by trading
1: tapes, and then they hate people that trade tapes but <laughs> yeah, trade right. audio yeah so I, I even my my like for them waned a bit yeah. it, but it's Good it's, band, it's okay, yeah Good they, band. they're all right, and then this one is on no one else's list but mine, Mike Murr from suicidal tendencies s s t yeah. yeah, oh man, I've been on a kick with them lately, I've been watching their concerts and stuff, man. I, I And Rocky Jones, who's their guitar player I think he's one of those One of those really, really great guitar players That will never get any love Because he's in Suicidal Tendencies yeah, yeah, He's yeah. in other stuff too But yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. He, he's a really good guitar player And then my honorable mentions um, Corey Taylor from Slipknot yeah, uh, David David Bowie uh, Of course, because David Bowie Alice Cooper I, Jim Crocey
2: Tim Croce. Well, now, he's more of a singer-songwriter. That's writer. the
1: thing. I didn't put him on the list. I love his voice. I love his a lot of his music, believe it or not. And uh, but he's kind of not even this genre. Like he, that's why he kind of dropped him out. I like his. I don't. And I don't know if he had any kind of like stage presence. He was yeah, just yeah, yeah, sat there on a on a stool and played guitar and sang about time and whatever. And then. If
0: I could time yeah. in the bottle. <laughs> and then
1: my last one, the proto- or the um, the person that stole Alice Cooper's look. Marilyn Manson, I like. You know Marilyn.
2: somebody who we haven't mentioned and we should. He should be on my list. Is Johnny Rotten, man. I gotta put. I gotta put Mr. Punk Rock in there. You I know. No, know,
1: but I thought about him, but then I was like, eh. They did like half of an album, kinda. Their first record. I, I, really I, like I, I know. Public I like Pill. I like Pill. I was gonna say Public Image Limited is. Either you like them or you don't. I like P.I.L. I, I fall in the don't Early category. PIL.
2: Yeah. Early P.I.L. the the what you call the metal box and the, the you know the first one and Flowers yeah. of Romance. But after that it gets kind of you know when they had Jaw Wobble and Keith Levine and those <laughs> guys I could deal with it. But Johnny Rotten he was he was great man. He was I know. just like he was just like that nasty. None
1: of us have the Ramones.
2: I was thinking about Joey Ramone, and I actually had seen them live back in the '70s. But wow. he was just so like he was so deadpan, you know what I mean? It's like he was as a person. Yeah, he, every 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 lead singer in a rock and roll band is probably damn good, you know. But these are just our true. favorites. Yeah, or whatever, that's but, true. Yeah. All right. Well, no, well, you can put in Lita Ford I and Joan Jett. I thought and, about know, Lita Ford. Oh. I thought long and hard and about Rollins Lita Ford. and uh, no pun
1: intended. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Yeah. I thought of Alita Ford yeah, and, and I and I'm a huge Joan Jet fan
2: Sherry Curry yeah. and Rollins and freaking Rollins. Joe Strummer from the Clash I, and you know. of many of
1: them, I think Rollins it's 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 a it's, <laughs> Mr. Angry. I, no, no, that's what I mean I think I did a disservice by not having on having him on my list. Like I should have maybe even bumped Mike Murr for Rollins. I like Suicidal more, but I Man, Henry Rollins. Well,
2: hell, you know, yeah, of course. You know, my hey, God. I didn't even put Elvis
1: on my list. I forgot about him,
2: just because, just because, to me, Elvis is more the guy that I saw on those goofy movies than the original rock mm-hmm. and roll guy. Because I didn't grow up. Well, I grew up with
1: Beatles. And think of the swings he made. Yeah. They now went. I'm doing Christmas. Now exactly. I'm doing a, a gospel albums. So like he, he did like a lot. He did a lot of stuff. And and you're like, I don't know, take like
2: the Colonel had him, you know, going through hoops.
1: I wonder how much. Oh, was the I wonder buddy. how differently, if he would have had a better manager or a or good manager. I can't even dispute it. I don't know if he, if that guy was good or not. I know this oh, what, he was good what at I money. hear. Well, he's good at making money. I wonder if he would have been different, like with a different manager, like what would he have happened? He may not have
2: made it with a different manager. That's you true. know what I mean? I mean? That's
1: what you got to kind of think of. You I know? mean,
2: that's not, that's like the the colonel just made him, kind of made him money and got him. Even more famous than, you know, he should have, no, not he should have, he, than he could have been yeah. if it would have been like, you know, uh, Sam Phillips from
1: Sun Records or, or like somebody me, like that. you know.
2: Yeah, or whatever. i like,
1: no, dude, no. you should go play in front of people. He'd be like, yeah, that's what you're supposed to be doing. All right, well, thank you for listening to Slow Rock Singer O'GoGo. We're going to take a quick trailer break, and then when we come back, we're going to go 70s style, but not like last week's bummer, bro. We're
2: going to be talking about a dirty movie. Oh,
1: man. It's, uh... This, this one's is even dirtier than the last. This is dirtier one. than the last one, but so much better. All right, here's a trailer break, and we'll come right back with our movie du jour. That's French for today. Oh. I don't even know if that's true. Du jour? I, don't,
2: I guess yeah. Yeah, I think. And
1: Dijon is. is mustard. So. Yeah. I should probably hit the stop button and put some trailers in here. Yeah, yeah, and
2: D. Snyder is
1: uh, <laughs> Twisted Sister. <laughs> We're not gonna take it. There's another it. good lead singer. Oh, dude, he was crazy. <laughs> like he was so popular when I was a kid. Like. <laughs> Steve Snyder was off the charts.
2: I have respect for anybody that's like treads up like a transvestite and sings like right? dirty ass rock and roll. Right? Like, I could never do that, but I have the, so much
1: respect for Just for, for that. the fun of it, I should have put that dude from Grim Reaper in there. Or except those tiny little like round dudes that yeah, are like was, yeah, What about Gloar? But who <laughs> Okay, now I'm going to trailer break. All right. Forest is and squirrel.
0: The spirits of the dead can indeed invade the human body. Beyond this gate lurks an experience that will touch a fear you'll never knew you had. The Legend of Hell House. From 20th Century Fox, rated PG, parental guidance suggested. For the sake of your sanity, pray it isn't true.
1: Petey Wheatstraw! Petey Wheatstraw! Petey Petey Wheatstraw! That Dolomite man, Rudy Ray Moore, is back funnier than ever in the new movie, Petey Wheatstraw. If you want to laugh your ass off, see Petey Wheatstraw. Rudy Ray Moore is Petey Wheatstraw. Starring Leroy and Skillet, Jimmy Funky Tramp Lynch, and Wild Man Steve. If you don't want to laugh, leave your ass b- at home. Petey Wheatstraw. Rated R. Natasha, is that miserable
0: moose and squirrel?
1: Turn that frown upside I down. turn that
0: frown what upside down. What was that, down. Kitty City
1: or, no, uh, Toys uh, R Us?
2: Yes, that's right. I worked for them, Playworld. They were Playworld down here.
1: Oh, that's yeah? That's right. Yeah, there was, a, there was this place that's right. We're on air, by the way. Yes, uh, I we're, see the moving. We're, um,
2: I see the bouncing ball. Yes.
1: Yeah, there was a place called Kitty City up where I lived. Uh, and down
2: was, here it was called Playworld. Then Miami it was called Playworld. And I worked for Playworld. Nice. It was interesting.
1: That would probably be a horrible job. I can
2: do an entire... Podcast on the stories (laughs) of Playworld, on the horror stories, but they were fun though. Well, they're not going to be
1: here. We'll do that on Bod. That'll be like, that'll be one of those set it and forget it like. I'll just turn it on. I'll just go out and like drink coffee, and like whenever, every now and then I'll put come in and put some songs in, and just leave. You know? Oh
2: yeah, we rode we rode a moped through the middle of the store uh, and stuff like that. Oh, it was so great. Drink <laughs> working drunk, you know, getting into fist fights. It was oh, awesome.
1: The ins and outs of working at the old KD In City. and Out. All right. So anyway, what are we? Enough of that. What are we talking about this week? A good movie, an awesome movie.
2: Yeah, we are talking about a good movie this week. A, would a you movie. say
1: would, would this be like almost a career defining movie? I can't say that because of all the work before. I think it, I? I think
2: it was a star-making movie. Yeah. Because I think before this just person was a weapons. cult. Because a cult, you know. Yeah. But this movie made him into a, a star, and now an icon, and uh, brought him
1: into the next generation.
2: Yeah, and 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 you know, from watching this movie, it's like he he's he just looks the part, man. He looks like a mean sob. You know what are we I mean? talking about
1: anyway? We're talking about Dirty Harry. That's right. We chose a good movie this. A good week. movie for a change. <laughs> uh, after like my sur- pal, after my sullied hatred towards the 70s and towards everything from bummer, you know, Dr. Morbius from Parts Unknown was like, "Hey, let's turn that frown upside down. Let's get yeah. a good 70s movie." Actually what happened was, we were talking about the villain from Dirty Harry, yeah. who Andrew is The Robinson, the most loathsome yeah. character that you'll ever capture yeah. on celluloid. Like you just hate him like from start to finish. He's just a rotten, horrible scumbag, and <laughs> but that's awesome. That's what you. That's, that's what, what you this want. movie needed. A very black and white bad guy, right yeah. there. At every level. He was the bad guy, and and that's a, and then Doctor Strange was like, "Why don't we do Dirty Harry?" And I was like, "Let's do Dirty Harry," because <laughs> at that point I was hating the seventies. I, I was you hating. <laughs> you did. You saved me. You know. Uh, boy, they used a lot of wood wood grain stuff in the 70s. Like, oh, yeah, that sure. mayor's office was wall-to-wall plank of wood with varnish over it, and you're like, wow. We, 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 we
2: had wood grain in our house back in the 70s. Dude, yeah.
1: It was just like... All wood. I'm like, wow, that's. that's we a had lot wood of...
2: grain in the living room, and then there was a hole with the with the air conditioner went in. Yeah. In order to cover like the the, the cut in the hole, we put like a picture frame over. It, so we were like totally. Oh, dude, cheesy '70s. Straight and up, Of course, man. I wore polyester. Thank you very much. <laughs> nice. Uh, and I wore it well. I should say.
1: For those of you who don't know what Dirty Harry is, I'll need you to push stop. Go immediately to wherever you can find movies. Buy Dirty Harry. Watch it then come back and push play because you've obviously led a sheltered, horrible, exactly. sad life. Dirty Harry is the tale of a hard-nosed cop in San Francisco who doesn't take guff from nobody. And no. Uh, no. and he's set out to uh, find this, get this scumbag. Serial you know?
2: killer, kind
1: of. The, the, it sets the tone right off the bat where it shows the San Francisco star, because uh, they don't say, hey, we're in San Francisco. It shows the San Francisco police badge, and then it slowly pans down over a list of all the cops that have been killed in action.
0: Yep.
1: And that, just that shot, there's a couple shots in this movie that kind of go, wow. That's the first shot that kind of grabs you and like says, wake up. This is a very this is a serious movie even though it's an action flick or you know it's kind of a setting a tone yeah. you know. And uh you don't meet him right away do you? First thing is the guy on the roof, isn't it? Yeah. It goes yeah. from that to fade in, fade out. There's this He
2: gets called into the case after, you know, right. murder of the girl in the swimming you pool. You see this there.
1: very beautiful girl on a rooftop in San Francisco swimming. So there's a pool on top of a roof and it's um I guess you'd say very affluent. You'd have to be rich to have a pool on top of a roof uh, to be swimming in it. And um, there's a guy watching her through a scope and then kablap. He shoots her, she dies, and enter Dirty Harry.
2: Yeah, and and the killer in the movie is called Scorpio. Yes. But he is based on the Zodiac Killer, which is the basis of another movie in a real-life incident about a murderer... In in in, uh, in California, that basically never they never caught him, and he basically killed people to the zodiac signs or whatever I don't know. But he was never caught. And there's another movie, so he's based on that, which which was a misconception that some people online were saying. Well, that's a stupid name, Scorpio. I go, well, that's because he was kind of like based on the zodiac. Yeah, plus, the
1: '70s were all about that shit.
2: Yeah, they were.
1: Right, you know, like what's your sign, dude? Yeah, what's your
2: sign? My sign?
1: What what are you talking about? Hey, that was a great pickup line in the seventies. What's your sign? (laughs) (laughs) I see you have a female medallion. I have a male medallion. Let's go (laughs) have a beer. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So anyway, (laughs) seventies, you so crazy. Yeah, they were. um, They were. (laughs) So yeah. So enter Dirty Harry, and he doesn't talk a whole lot. Well as and that that's mostly his character he doesn't talk it very was in the,
2: much. it was his character in the in the westerns too, yeah,
1: just stoic stoic, you stay out of his way, so he he figures out what's going on, and he they he climbs up on top of this roof, which um showed a lot of the climbing, showed a lot of the walking across stuff, the catwalks and stuff yeah. to get there. And then he finds a bullet and he puts it in a in into one of his letters he had in his pocket that wasn't like a. He, it, like if you look at it, the the address yeah. had his name on it, like it was yeah, a yeah, piece yeah. of mail. So he puts that in there and puts it in his pocket. No then he,
0: fingerprints. And
1: he, then he, yeah, he picks it up with a pen. Then he glances over and goes, oh, there's a note there. So then he finds this note. So then we then we fast forward to the mayor's office, where they had the, what was that thing that the art that that they that, that, that crazy lumber, guy the projector no oh, overhead, projector. The overhead projector. I was yeah. thinking of like when the the Raiders guy. Remember when that. G- the A- crazy Raiders owner, oh Al Davis, Al Davis was like yelling about somebody, so he brought in an overhead projector. Yeah, you're like, yeah, yeah. oh my god, and this is like in the 2000s, like,
2: yeah.
1: You're like, wow, you were out there, dude.
2: <laughs> Can nobody
1: stop this guy? Well, the Reaper stopped him. But yeah. all right, so anyway, but don't
2: fear the Reaper. Don't
1: fear the Reaper. Um, what happens next? Then, 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 it fast forward to, we're trying to find this guy because he's sitting in the, oh, he's in the mayor's office.
0: This yeah, is a very is like, comical
1: scene. Yeah. He's outside waiting and the mayor's blah blah blah. And, and the talk, mayor's talk, John talk. Vernon who's Dean Warmer yeah, from yeah.
2: uh from uh Animal House and he's great.
1: He's he is great. great. He, he was, was, was actually in a um I C P movie. Was he, he really? He was in the Killer Clowns from Outer Space, right? Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. And he and he was the guy I think he was like had a bit part in the ICP's <laughs> big money hustler. Okay. Uh, which was Something we're all all together different. Uh, uh. So they're sitting there talking to the chief of police and blah blah blah, and and then they they called in dirty they called in dirty Harry, and um and the and the and the the mayor goes oh what what what, what have you been doing and he's like well for the past forty five minutes I've been sitting on my ass <laughs> yeah. and you're waiting to come in here yeah. Went to the mayor, and it it was just, like, hilarious, you know? Like, just, he was so irreverent and so, uh... Yeah, yeah, yeah. His character is really bigger than life. Oh, yeah. They do a lot in the movie to show that he's just a regular cop. Like, you know, he knows the people around there, he eats at the same diners and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he's not just a regular cop. He's, like, he's really gruff. He's really just... You know, yeah. I know
2: I, he was he was the first of the vigilante cop kind of movies yeah. or whatever. You know, they had a personal because interest because of him. In it. We have a
1: brooding Batman now.
2: Yeah, basically, yeah. But back then, it was the the summer <laughs> of. Back then, it was the post-summer of love. But you know what? He was brooding and scowl, but it was kind of funny in a way, you know? Because the way they shot him, some of the looks he gives to people crack me up because he's like, what the? He's just yeah, like, he
1: smirks. He, yeah, it's like, it gives you it was like, what the fuck? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's so funny. Like, And he, a lot of, well then, okay, then they do the classic thing. Where now he has a partner. I yeah. work alone. Chico, she, and then and this guy. And they make some ref to make some ethnic references. Oh, dude. Too. <laughs> this
2: movie was like didn't give a shit. No, you know?
1: and but the I think in the seventies they didn't care about. No, it, that. Wasn't there, a, it wasn't it wasn't as PC. There, there was, was nothing politically correct about it. No, no, no. Um, no. you know, and the, and and that shows there was something going on in the background, and I'd have to watch it a few more times to really catch it. There was like these very strange sayings spray painted on walls like graffiti uh-huh. but at weird times like okay. when somebody would be running by and it says we are rebels
2: mm, probably gang well
1: that but then then there'd be something else like it might tie together it might be one cohesive thing yeah, i'm know. not trying to start any conspiracies or whatever or but i for no, that's, re- for another show. that's for another show or read into stuff but it was definitely placed there by the production crew and it was definitely for like a reason but i okay. couldn't i couldn't see it saying anything yeah. Um,
2: I didn't. I didn't catch it. I remember you know, seeing some graffiti, but yeah, and that's
1: what it is. I was reading it, and it was like, it's like that's kind of weird. It's a. It, they were sayings, not just like you know, oh Chico or the L.A. gang yeah. or whatever, yeah. you know. And uh, so anyway, moving along and in he, this, he, gets, you know,
2: he gets his uh, partner, but but with, with the premise, with the uh, with the caveat or whatever you want to call it. Like, hey, you know what happened to my last partners or the whatever? The last eight, he's a uh, bullet the other, in the
1: chest and yeah. sh- dead, and shot in the. Knee and yeah, you know, yeah, it's a
2: tough job. He, jump he took an scary. arrow to the knee.
1: You know, this was uh, the, yeah, all of his. He's like the one that keeps making it, and the other partners don't. Basically, yeah, yeah, saying. basically. So
2: I mean, I mean, in a sense, Dirty Harry is an offshoot of the old detectives, like from the forties and fifties, a pulp guy from yeah. Sam Spade or whatever, yep, yep. hard boiled, you know, w- we- world weary or they whatever. They just brought him know. into
1: this this decade, into the 70s, yeah, the seventies, yeah. and. It's very. It works very well. Um, I don't know if we. I mean, if we want to continue uh, like breaking down the, the storyline, or do we want to just talk about it? I guess we could do both. We could do a little bit of both. All yeah. right. Yeah. You know, and then and then after that
2: happens, you get to see the guy Chico keeps asking why do they call you Dirty Harry, and he keeps
1: pressing it. Like
2: yeah, and then we found out why like, because he's got to he's got all the dirty jobs to do. Right. He has to save a guy from killing himself. Yeah. You there know?
1: there is no way that they would just continue. He wouldn't be on this beat, save a guy in a crane, do a money drop, botch it, do yeah, yeah. a second money drop, then yeah. jump on there's no way they would keep using him for things like exactly, like yeah. that's a fireman's job to get somebody off of yeah, a yeah, roof. Yeah, that's yeah, a yeah. you know, like so it was like you had to have the suspension of disbelief. Yeah, Because
2: yeah. Well nowadays it is. Back then, God knows what it was. You know, but yeah, you're right. They try to make him into a larger than life. Character, he did like everything. Superman. He was doing
1: everything, you like know. you're was, Like he you're was like a Superman like, type
2: yeah. guy. Well, they, they actually probably used him because nobody else to do the money thing. Because he was nobody was probably stupid enough to do it. <laughs> they knew he was freaking crazy enough to do it. Because it looks like it, it looks like almost he was on a death wish in a way, which yeah. they don't really allude to, but I kind of interpret it because his
1: wife got killed. Yeah, so it was almost like he didn't give a crap. You that, know and what that, I mean? That was something I'm glad they didn't go down that road.
2: They did. They touched it a little bit, but well, nah, when he was talking to that then, lady, yeah, but.
1: Yeah. He, they never did the drinking whiskey, putting a gun to your head thing. No, no. Which I'm no, glad they no. didn't because that would have ruined his character. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. That's yeah, a very yeah. common uh, trope that they do in this disgruntled, I'm out of life kind of uh, cop thing, ex-cops. But, and they didn't, and that, and thank you. One of the weirdest things about this movie, every time I watch it, my brain forgets the third act.
0: Oh yeah. My
1: brain stops at the end of the second act. In the the stadium. Yeah, in the stadium, and then replaces the ending with the beginning of, uh, the second one. What was it? Magnum Force. Oh, Magnum Force. Where he's where he's smirking, and the guys in the uh, in the Uh, elevator, and then he runs them off the road. Yeah,
0: yeah. uh, yeah. Off
1: that pier. For some reason, the third act of this movie doesn't line up to me. It it works. It just doesn't work from, like, my brain replaces it with with the... Yeah,
2: that's, a, that's, your, you know, yeah, that's your deal. It, I mean, did,
1: do you remember this from, from start to finish?
2: Oh, I, I saw this movie when I was a little kid. My parents took yeah. me to see your
1: this. Your parents took you to see all the wrong things. The, the, that's They're why to blame. I, you should be like, that's you, should, why go, I, you <laughs> should go home and say, hey, Mama Morbius, you're to blame. I mean, I mean this
2: was one of the first big mainstream movies that showed... Total female nudity. Oh yeah. I mean, the, you know, and you it was it was it was a, corp- oh, it was a, it was a corpse, but oh, still, you know. God. But there was that scene before. Remember when he was? There was that other scene when he's like casing out the guy, where he, he's looking through the uh, binoculars and he sees that naked woman opening the door to the other two. Remember? Remember when
0: yeah. he's casing
2: the guy and he knows he's he kind of they kind of they kind of tricked him into. You know about the uh, priest or whatever. There's some nudity here. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and yeah. then that's all sudden. I was like, when I was a kid, I was like, whoa. Yeah. You know, I mean, I've seen Playboy before, but I didn't see the whole deal, you know. So, so yeah, like, this, okay. this
1: this movie has a lot.
2: It pushed the envelope. It does. That's it did
1: push the envelope for, for the seventies. Yeah. For, for now, nothing, but. Yeah. So anyway, so now everyone's looking for the Scorpio, um, and. They actually,
2: and he wants money. That's the thing. Yeah, he wants, wants two hundred grand or something. No, it starts at
1: a hundred grand. It's not, and then when
2: they mess with him, then he, then he ups it, it to two hundred.
1: Yeah. yeah. So the first, the note says, "Give me a hundred grand, or I'm going to shoot a cop or an n-word." Um, then all the, uh, then the cops triple the forces and blah blah blah. And there's a helicopter, and they they actually catch him in the act trying to shoot somebody. Yeah. Um, and. He runs and they they lose him. So now Dirty Harry and Chico are 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 trying to find him. And they f- they follow some guy with a suitcase, but it, it's just a MacGuffin. It isn't him. And that then, was a funny scene. That man. was a funny scene because he's yeah. He, some local toughs beat him up for peeping, and uh. On Crazy Mary. Or whatever yeah. Cr- no, what they say. Was it Crazy Mary There's or was it Hot Mary? Mary? Hot Mary, yeah. And you're like, she's not hot. Yeah. But nah. whatever. Um, <clears throat> so, whatever. <laughs> so then, um, but then he does shoot somebody.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: The, the Scorpio actually strikes again and then they're like, well, you didn't take me seriously so now I want 200 grand. Yeah,
2: that's that was the scene I was talking about where they they figure out that he's going to be like, well, he's going to shoot the priest and then they're, they're set up and they have a shootout between the
1: two of them right, or whatever
2: right. and then, you know, they don't get him so he gets pissed off. And then he says, "Hey, you know, I got a girl now hostage or whatever." Yeah, uh, he
1: takes a girl hostage and it's this 14-year-old girl or something yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um it gets dark fast. Uh yeah, you know, real basically, fast. yeah, they he sends um you start to see the the di- the depth of this guy's psychosis cuz he sends um a lock of her hair, her bra and a, and he ripped a tooth out yeah. and sent it to them saying, "If you want to see this girl alive, she's buried alive." Uh, she has oxygen till three, so you gotta get me this money till at midnight. Yeah. And Dirty Harry's like, look, you know she's dead, right? And they're like, no, you know they they still believe, but you know he's right. Yeah. You know what I mean? So he's like, I'll take the money. So they they make this yellow satchel full of money, and then this guy this guy starts bouncing them all over the, the Scorpio starts bouncing them all over San Francisco because. That's what he would do to make sure he's not tailed. On
2: payphones.
1: Yeah, on payphones. Oh my god, this movie would not work without now because yeah. of cell phones. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he and and that's one of the, that's kind of one of those neat things to see. Is that like the. You 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 forget that there was a, such a thing as payphones, you know, and 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 you're like, oh, those were disgusting. You remember those, like, oh, they, real, were, yes, they were, they were gross. They usually didn't work right. It was just a mess, I, you know. I,
2: I remember the the the, the anger that when the payphone went from being a dime to a quarter. I'm like, a quarter,
1: yeah, you oh, God, you're, you're you're trying to. And then break, if you get somebody's answering machine, you're out a quarter. You're, you're trying like, to break oh America, you know. Oh, man. Yeah, it was crazy. And there was all of these, sometimes if you had cheap parents, there was always these like, si- signals like, okay, let it, ring. let it ring twice and then hang up and I'll know to come pick you up at the IGA. And, you know, and you're like, yeah. oh, come, <laughs> just throw the dime. Can I just throw the dime? I, I want to talk to a human.
2: I, I always associate pay phones. Check this out. This is going back again too. And these were both at the college that I went to. They had the pay phone there and they also had... Soda machine that made it uh, with a, that dropped the cup, then it would drop the soda, and <laughs> wow. then it would drop the ice. I so miss that. Oh that my is God. that is the most awesomeness drink ever. The soda machine that mixes it for <laughs> you. Yeah, and the
0: wow. payphone. Yeah. That,
1: and it always the soda always tasted like a hose water because yeah, yeah, it was there was no, never it was good. I loved there it. There was <laughs> never any like filtering, and I like there, that. All this clean water oh, and good that, taste. God. That's all like really that's man. all two thousands man. Yeah, 2000s, man. man.
2: Get real. Get dirty. Get dirty. Yeah. <laughs> We're talking about the gritty 70s, not the, not the
1: PC 2000s you know, yeah. or
0: whatever.
1: I wanted to watch a, a secondary movie as backup. They, there's a, there's, of course, like everything we do in America, Japan says, hey, I, we could do that better. Yeah. And they have their star, Hanzo the Razor. Oh,
2: no. And <laughs> <laughs>
1: I wanted to watch the first Hanzo the yeah. Razor, but I didn't. So, anyway. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, uh. so at this point now, Scorpio is. A little, a bit more out in the open. We're starting to meet him, but not really. Like, we're, you know, he's bouncing him over, and oh, the scene before this, Chico was told to hang back, and you're getting lippy, and take you take off. the day off. Yeah. You know, Th- this does have that yelling. Cheap police, yeah, cheap. That's yeah, like, you know, man. I'm not here to take your crap, Callahan, and you're not gonna murder Callahan, some people. Like and you're, your, your your record is pretty shady of all the things that you did. They you they know? keep bringing up like instances like when you shot that guy in the park and yeah, the yeah, thing, yeah. And, but um, uh, but, but they still keep them. They keep them, yeah. Um, so Chico has, like, a. they go to some electrical store, and the guy wires him up, wires up uh, Clint Eastwood, you know, Dirty Harry. With his partner. With his partner. So his partner has to stay within a two- to three-block radius, and he'll be able to hear him. So he's kind of tailing him. Yeah. Although they said, you can't tail him, and don't, nope, yeah, mess he's, he's not, no No, up.
2: No, it's just you. And yeah, it's just
1: you. And this and then, so finally, bouncing all over the place, he goes, go to the Big Cross and some famous park. I don't know what the park was. This it was, was in, in San Francisco. San Francisco. So and he ha- has
2: some funny interludes. He has the oh the three thug guys, and then and then the one guy in the park that was like, "Oh, I'll take a
1: chance on you." And it was oh, like, "Oh yeah, there was some," the, the, the again <laughs> the, the stereotypes. Oh, oh yeah. my god! There's <laughs> these three guys that try to rob him as he's running he through this tunnel. Shit out he beats him. the one guy up, and then he just pulls out his gigantic forty four Magnum, <laughs> and just he says something like, "Get out of here!" Now, what yeah. part don't you understand? And then everyone was like, "Okay, this is serious now. I'm done." Oh, we forgot about the other thing. The 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 introduction to the like his catchphrase. Oh yeah, this is a forty-four mag. Yeah, this is yeah uh, yeah yeah. yeah. I'm sorry, right in the beginning of this movie, not in the beginning, mid midway.
2: Totally forgot.
1: Dirty Harry's just going to his favorite place uh, to get a hot dog for. A, <laughs> he goes to the usual lunch or dinner. He's like, does it make a difference?
2: And he notices a car parked in front of the bank and with lots of cigarettes. Of cigarettes, yeah. So he's like suspicious right there.
1: So he noticed that when he was walking to get his food. Oh, he's driving to get his food. Who cares? Anyway, so he and he as, house, as yeah. he's talking to the guy, he's like, "Is that tan Ford still is parked in front of the front of the bank?" And the the guy who's serving him goes, "Yeah, yeah, I can see it still sitting there." He says, "Is the engine running?" And he's like, "How can I tell?" He's like, "Smoke, exhaust." And he's like, "Oh yeah, he's still there." He's like, "Okay, call in. I think there's a 211 in progress." And and right when that happens, the 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 bank alarm goes off. Yeah. So Dirty Harry comes out. He's still chewing his hot dog. And he begins to he blows he shoots the one guy away that's coming out. He shoots the guy yeah. who's driving. Then it, the car hits the water got what's the, yeah, the fire the extinguisher fire theory, the hydrant and if the fire hydrant and it flips the car over and this is where you get this whole thing okay i'll, I'll uh, he walks up and he goes the guy's gonna reach for a shotgun he's yeah, like yeah
2: yeah the guy that he shot first coming out is lying on the ground still
1: breathing still, still alive. breathing and
2: harry walks up to him and, and he you goes go.
1: he goes oh um this is uh yeah you know he he reached for a gun and he was like he goes ah, ah, he clicked so and, lucky punk yeah he goes you know and all this excitement I, he goes, I know what you're thinking. Did he fire five shots or six? Because this is an old wheel gun, an old revolver. He goes, uh, did he fire five shots or just six? You know, yeah. in all this excitement, um, I I lost track too. Yeah. So you got to ask yourself one question. Do you feel lucky? Well, do you? Punk! And he always spits it like that. <laughs> punk! So, do you feel lucky, punk? Uh, or uh, go ahead, Make My Day was the second no, movie. No, it was the second that movie. That was the second yeah, movie yeah, that he I'm added to it. But song, yeah. So this is the first one. And then the, guy, the black guy... Uh, who was the guy who got shot? You know, he he just gives up. He says no, and as he's walking away, yeah. <laughs> as he's walking away, the guy goes, "I got to know," and he goes, "Huh? I got to know." So Jerry Harry like clicks back the revolver and fires at him, and, and, it's, and it's blank, yeah. you know. So he 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 was like, "Oh, I could have got him," but um, so that that was the start of this like.
2: That sets up his character. Yeah,
1: his character. Do you feel lucky, punker? When I was when I came out of college and entered um, uh, the workforce, there was still that sign people would photocopy it and have it hanging up in the in in their offices, like in their cubes or whatever, that said like "Go ahead, make my day," and it had like "Dirty Harry" yeah, right, or uh, "Do you feel lucky, punk?" Like that was like a cultural yes, thing. It was. it was part of our our, our culture. Uh, it was very funny. Like you don't see him anymore, of course, because it's
2: well, Arnold and all of them. Yeah. Like you know, you know, I'll be back and all I'll.
1: I'll be stuff. back and you know, like so everyone took down their hang in their kitten poster there and they hung good. up the Do You Feel Lucky oh, yeah. Punk stuff. That you was, know, that,
2: that, that this movie established the end of the sixties. It did. It, it, this is a very
1: it, as we talk about it. I mean, this did. This was a very culturally influencing movie. Yes. Yeah, so, you know. It was, yeah. Uh, so okay, so now so now we're gonna flash back forward. Where were we? yeah, so well,
2: he he ends up meeting the Z- Scorpio
1: to give him the money to give him
2: the money, and Scorpio beats the
1: yeah, guy Scorpio guy. takes his gun and makes him throw with his gun and
2: uh but clint else Al- remember we, we a scene we missed before was when he first went to when he first went to uh see Scorpio uh-huh. he tied he taped that uh switchblade switch to his yeah. leg just in case, yeah,
1: just in case Just and in he, case and <laughs> I like how the the cop goes, you know it's really it's um. It's a, it's it's disgusting that a police yeah, yeah, officer yeah, yeah. would know how to use one of those, and yeah, I'm like yeah, yeah. a switchblade. <laughs> okay, whatever. It, like
2: it's San Francisco. It was the PC it was a, police. It was a
1: different time, apparently. The
2: PC police was still in in effect back in
1: 1970. Nice. So Scorpio proceeds to beat the shit out of him, and he's like, it was very apparent. The only reason he brought him there was to beat up, beat yeah, him I mean, up. Yeah,
2: Clint gets beat up like three times in this movie. Bad, bad, beat bad. And he gets shot, and then and then and then the first scene when he was shooting at the the guys in the car, he got shot, so he got a,
1: so yeah, he's shot. In he the gets leg. hit a lot. In this yeah, movie. He, this and this movie does show the accumulation of damage. Yes. Towards the very final scene, both the bad guy and Clint oh, well, have yeah. seen better days. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They look like Walking Dead. They're all scarred up. They're all beat up. So, <laughs> which we forgot to even mention that. When he got shot in the leg, they showed him at a, at his doctor. He's like, "Just put some chrome and yeah, yeah, a, and yeah. stitch me up. Don't bother with any of that other stuff." And the guy goes to cut his le- his pants off, and he goes, "What are you doing?" He's like, "I'm going to cut your pa- pants leg off." He's like, "Not at twenty nine ninety five. You're not." Yeah, exactly. So he, he's like, he'd rather take his pants off That's with true. the bullet hole <laughs> than like have his have to replace his pants. Yeah, well, so yeah. he's a, he's he's a sensible cop. So anyway. Uh, yeah, he's so, beating, he beats
2: the crap out of him, and then he's about to kill him, but Chico yeah, was trailing
1: him. Yeah, Scorpio's about to kill Dirty Harry, but since Chico was trailing him, he finally runs up the path and starts shooting at him, which distracts him. And as he's shooting back at Scorpio, Clint takes out his switchblade and dumps it right into the guy's thigh. Yeah. And it's like, it's like all the way in. Yeah, like,
2: and, and he makes that de- um, disgusting death. This
1: banshee screech. Yeah. Whatever you want to... Ah! C- oh, my God. This this bad guy, like, bug eyes through a ski mask yeah, and, like, yeah, goes, yeah. and he, he lets out this womanly yowl yeah, or screech. Yeah, yeah. Not being misogynistic. That's what it sounded like. It sounded like a screech of a hawk or a banshee yeah, or something. Yeah, yeah. It was this... I don't know where that thing came from, but it was guttural. It, it was guttural, and it was great. It was
2: real, man. So then he turns
1: around, and he shoots Chico. This is like kind of a faraway gun battle. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: And, and but the the Scorpio's got like a machine gun. Yeah, he has
1: a grease gun, and, yeah, he, yeah. and he, so he. And at this point, he just kind of he takes the money bag, but he just falls down this hill, and he loses the money bag, and he lands there, and he like pulls the knife out, and he they, they, he kind of hobbles away, and uh. Dirty Harry just for no reason just blasts one into the woods, just because. I think it was just to establish like, I'm coming or I'm I'm still alive kind yeah, of a thing, yeah, you know. Yeah. It was he knew he wouldn't hit him. He just kaboom, yeah. like he just let the, the the thunder roar. So Chico's in the hospital, um, Clint, I Clint stuff. laying there with you know, and then.
2: Then the, then Scorpio has to go to a hospital too. To get, yeah,
1: they get yeah. a call. Like they, the, they get a call at the police office saying guy came in with a knife wound. Uh, so
0: yeah. So then yeah. Clint
1: and this other cop, who who Clint refers to as Fat, fat Boy. So, Fatso. Oh, Fatso. And we'll just tell you yeah, yeah, that. Yeah. And they go to they they go. Well, who is this guy? And he's like, I know who he is. I can't place it. Like the doctor's trying to think, and he's like, Oh, he's that guy. They let him live over there. and Candlestick Park, right?
2: Well, at it, that point, at it that was point, it was called Keysar. Okay, that's where the, originally the San Francisco 49ers played. It was called that's Keysar, and I think they changed the name to Candlestick. Either they changed the name or they changed, or they got a, they changed the stadium. I'm not 100 percent sure. I was going to look it up and I forgot Dang. to. It was called Keysar. Yeah,
1: because that's where it was. The, it was the professional football stadium, and you could tell because this was a this was a big place for even for the 70s. I mean, yeah, it was a yeah, big yeah. place. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, then that's where this guy lives, so. <laughs> this is one of the funny scenes Him and this other cop are standing there And um, he goes It's locked you gotta jump the fence And the, the the other cop turns to Clinton And goes not me too much linguine And he pats his stomach like he's a fat guy that guy's don't climb and jump fences.
2: And the and thing about this movie is, I'm sorry to interject, yeah. but before I forget, Clint's actually doing stunts in this movie. Like, he climbs that fence by himself. He freaking, like, he later on he gets on top of the, the you know, bus. The, and he rode that cherry picker all the way up there. At least it God. looked like it. So he wasn't... He wasn't afraid to do that because I guess he was still not a big star, so they were like, "Yeah, hey, go ahead."
1: Okay, he strikes me you know? as somebody that would just be like, "Screw it, just yeah, I'll do it. Just, just do it. I can, I, I can hang on, I can climb a yeah, fence, can, you yeah, know." Yeah, right, yeah. So and and uh, and boy, I also forgot the old in the '70s and '60s and stuff. They used to put like cross, like um, crisscross like tensioners on chain link fences.
0: Yeah, like
1: there was the bars, and then there was also like a big. X going across yeah, yeah, them, yeah, yeah, w- yeah. made of met- metal to, to like kind of buckle it down. That that went away. Yeah. That, that was just like a short-lived fad for chain-link fencing. Yeah,
0: uh-huh.
1: I have uh-huh. to attend the, the Chain-Link Fence Association's quarterly yeah, meetings yeah, and ask, all them, you ask, ask them what people. happened to that cross right Yeah, write, write to us. You know,
0: let
1: us know. <laughs> all you chain fence aficionados, yeah, yeah, write in right to thisisimproved.com/ forward slash, huh? Anyway, yeah. so, th- so now he's in the stadium. And the guy runs away from him. He kicks in. He finds where he's living. He's not there. He hears him running. He runs after him, and he blasts him. He shoot like, long, a long shot for a pistol.
0: Yeah.
1: Um. Guy's running across the the football stadium. The partner finds the light switches and goes, ka and then great all scene. it is. And the stadium lights up all those gigantic monster lights that keep uh, football stadiums lit. Um. And he's like and he shoots him, he's like laying there and the guy does like a backflip almost from the blast. You know, yeah, they really yeah, yeah. they really uh hammed up the forty four oh, Magnum. Yeah. And um which at the time was the biggest handgun caliber, but it got replaced with a bigger one. Um
2: And then yeah, he's yeah. chasing
1: him and then he chases him out to the football
2: field and like, you know, a Scorpio's yeah. lying there like,
1: you can't hurt me, you can't hurt oh, me. Oh yeah, he's like, I got my rights, I'm I, I got to... my
2: rights, and Clint's like, Clint goes right after
1: the freaking bum leg. Oh my god, he steps on it, <laughs> and that guy's like, what are you doing? He's like, take a walk, fatso. That's what he says to the guy, he says to his partner, like, you don't want to see what's happening next. <laughs> yeah. And he just starts stepping on him and hurting him. And he gets it out of him. Where, well, they don't even show it. They do this long flyaway zoom.
2: That's a great shot. It is a
1: great shot. Like, up. They just let it to your imagination what's going to happen next. Yeah. Then you see Clint staying there by an ambulance. They pull this girl up. She's dead. Yeah. And they allude to the fact that she was raped and murdered the yeah. whole time. She was never alive. You Once know.
2: again, and buck naked. Just something that was oh. weird to see. In the seventies, it was eerie. It was eerie. The the, way that that shit sh- was eerie because it was real looking.
1: Sh- it looked real. It looked like a dead body, and it looked like that. It was that hazy, yeah, um, dust, Foggy, uh, fog in San in San Francisco, and the 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 uh, the Golden Gate Bridge was in the background. Yeah. And they're pulling this girl up, and you're just like, is she alive or dead? And then they put the blanket over, and you're like, oh my, yeah. you know, it's all bad. It was just it's all bad, bad. Yeah. And um, no punches pulled. Yeah. And then they go to the DA's office week and you think it's over. But yeah. it's not. Because then, then the DA's like, You went in there illegally, all this is inadmissible. Sorry about your luck, bro. And then uh and then he's like, That's not real and, and he's like, We don't want this to happen either, but we can't do anything. You you, you effed up And then he was like, Oh, okay, shoot So he leaves he didn't say that. Yeah. And then there's this interlude with some the Chico's wife, and he's like, whatever. And yeah, he goes this, that's
2: Chico's all, all, and he basically Chico quits the force. Yeah, good for Chico. And then that's where you find out about his wife died with a car accident, a drunk driver or
1: something like yeah, that. Yeah, they do like,
2: they they give
1: you a, a little backstory, back yeah. but not a whole lot. They're like, let's not bog this down with this yeah, crap. Yeah, yeah,
2: right. We don't need to, you know.
1: So then this crazy Scorpio pays a black guy to beat the shit out of him. Yep. Yeah. he gives him money and he's like and he beats him up and this is a very graphic scene and then he's like do you want to stop me he's like i want every penny's worth and
2: what was weird about this scene and it hit me again too but i remembered it from as a kid that 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 the scorpio was such a freak that when he went to see that black guy and the black guy said you don't know you honestly you're sitting there in the movie theater and this movie for me anyway caught you so like what it's one of these movies that what's going to happen next I didn't know what that black guy was going to do. I I didn't think he was going to beat him. It could have been anything, you
1: know, and you're really like getting a gun or drugs or something like
2: something even more bizarre than that. You know, like the guy was into kicks or whatever, you know, (laughs) or getting a heroin or getting a heroin fix or getting some weird. So you don't know. This movie does give you the feeling that you don't know what's going to happen next.
1: Oh, yeah. And they and they play it. They don't. Yeah, they don't show you anything except. What they need to exactly. to keep you interested, and in, and then you are like, what's this now? Yeah. So this guy beats the shit out of him. Yeah. And then he call he says he calls him Blackie or something like that. So the guy at the very end, the guy goes, and this one's on the house, and he kicks him yeah, in the chest. Right. Uh So then he's all taped up in the hospital. He's like, oh, the police force did this. Callahan did this to get Callahan off of him because right. he was Dirty Harry was was tailing him in in his um yeah in his free he time
2: free, he was he was following him there was a scene with the uh, Scorpio in in the, with the, the kids in the park and all of a sudden you cut the dirty hair with those sunglasses just oh, like yeah. staring at him and yeah.
1: and and at this point Scorpio had this weird handmade piece Sign. sign on his like as his, his belt buckle, buckle yeah. and you're like oh my this is just getting weirder this, and weirder this you movie know?
2: was a kind of a nephew to the peace and love generation too a little I mean? you know, yeah. Oh, yeah.
1: <laughs> and by a little i mean a lot yeah <laughs> and so yeah. so now callahan's that like, you can't do this callahan he's like oh, you can't stop me so then he gets so then this guy kills a liquor store owner gets a gun now he's armed then oh, and
2: by the way, again, again that guy, the, the guy who ran the liquor store, uh-huh. that's the director of the movie.
1: Nice. That's I,
2: Don Siegel who was a famous director of, of of crime movies and westerns in the 60s and 50s and stuff like that. And he was a mentor to Eastwood along with Sergio Leone oh, from cool. those other from those other movies. He was he was he was his mentor in the sense that, you know, film directing and all that. So he actually got that scene in in the liquor
1: store. I yeah. thought he would be in there somewhere. Yeah. Like uh, there was another shot that I was like, "This is probably the director." Like, yeah. oh, the, the 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 guy who gives him the hot dog, I yeah, that no, would that no. would be like a like yeah. a director like a Tarantino would do yeah, that, yeah, you yeah, know? Yeah. So whatever. So the liquor store guy gets dispatched. He takes his gun. He takes some liquor. Now he's armed. So then he takes the Scorpio takes a busload of kids, and it's a small bus, but who cares? And this is the the coup de grace. This is the ending. He sends a he, he, he has a letter that says I have hostages I want 200 grand in a fueled up jet yep. and this guy's driving along and he's getting more and more psychotic and he's making them sing and then one kid doesn't sing and he he belts this kid I mean he hits him right across the face yeah. and that's something you don't see anymore no kids we are like kids. kids are our greatest resource just ask a, you know whatever yeah, yeah. and 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 so and this is like the kids are kind of crying. The, uh, yeah. the, the you know does he kill the, the bus driver or just no, push her he just hits her and yeah. pushes her down. Because yeah, 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 um, yeah. he's driving along and then there's this railroad trestle and Dirty Harry's just standing. That is on a it. great shot. It is a great yeah. shot.
2: That is a great shot because you see him and you know it's him because he's got that stance. And then you know he's gonna what he's gonna do, but then there's another shot that was right around the area where like it's shot from like a reflection on the on the bus window and you can see as he's about to
1: jump on the yeah. on the
2: bus or whatever, you can see his reflection. I was like, wow, they really caught a good one there. They,
1: yeah, this and this guy loses it because he's like, oh my god, this guy's here, and you know, Dirty Harry's there. He
0: jumps th- on th- that, top of
1: the That that trestle shot, I can't get over it. He's driving; they're driving on this thing. They're making; they're getting on an off ramp, and and he looks out the window, and Dirty Harry is just standing there, uh-huh. the same stance as in The Good, the Bad, and the Ugly, yeah, uh-huh. with that slightly offset shoulder. Like yeah. where any any anyone that watches those movies. When I said that, they went, ah, I know exactly what he's talking about. So he's standing there, and he jumps on the top of this bus, and then the guy starts trying to shake him, and that doesn't work. And then they go into some construction place that just... Breaks up gravel. I guess it's a gravel yeah, well, making. Yeah,
2: Harry jumps on... Cale Harry Hack jumps on the... On, on the, the roof, bus, And you yeah. can see that it's really Clint Eastwood. Now, yeah. maybe not the jump, but you can see him, he's really
1: holding it's on. him, yeah, he's and holding he's,
2: on. And, and Scorpio shooting up, trying to, like, you know, get him or whatever. Yeah, but and being, yeah.
1: Be, And I, got, I can tell you, being someone that actually did surf on top of a car, <laughs> that is a very scary feeling. It's... it's it's. Yeah. It's pretty weird. Yeah, it's, yeah. I, I've done it, and I didn't care for it after a while. I'm like, I'm gonna get off now. Yeah. So... They um, yeah. So yeah, so, so then they chase him and they they're chasing him down. This guy's running through these places, and, and this is kind of funny too because they're shooting kind of at each other. At one point, this the bat Scorpio runs past where it's working because this is a working gravel making thing. One of the guys is like, "Hey, <laughs> he's <laughs> like get the hell out of here! Who are you? Like he, 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 this was very before choreographers and before like super hyper action movies because it was clunky." And the yeah, fight the scenes were realistic. And like, and where real, yeah. this wasn't slick and fast. These guys were running, and then things, clothing was getting dirty. Yep. People, They would slip. Sometimes they would slip when they're running, and they left it in because, like, yeah,
0: that that's
1: happen. what happens. You know, they would miss mostly because people tend to miss when they are shooting at somebody because they flinch. And so it's something you have to really get over. But, so they're missing, and then finally this guy's like, ah, there's a little kid fishing, which how a kid would never be fishing if he heard those gunshots. He'd be like, what's that? Right. Anyway, so the bad guy, Scorpio, grabs a, a kid, who's and he's like, I'll blow his brains out. And Dirty Harry pretends he's going to put his gun down and then lifts it up, kaboom, blasts him in the shoulder. He goes flying backwards, the kid runs off, then he does that whole...
2: He does a he reprise. He does
1: a reprise of the, was it five shots or six? And the guy grabs for the, the Luger, and he blasts Scorpio right through the chest, and then the final shot is him... Scorpio's is...
2: Scorpio is just laying in the water. Laying in the like, water, dead. Re- like, realistic dead. looking. Yeah, guy. he's like... Uh,
1: and then... Uh,
2: Eastwood just takes the badge. Yeah,
1: Eastwood takes the badge and just whips... He's like, I'm done. He just whips it. Which then he started to reflect at the end. I started to reflect on the things like... He was sick of the bureaucracy. He well, was yeah, sick of like... He was. He, he was a good cop, but he was just tired. Yeah. You know, and and, and that was something that strikes a chord with that all, anyone who works. Because a lot of times you, you really love what you do and, and things just start it wears on you yeah. you know I think we all want to throw our, <laughs> our <laughs> whatever we have our badge from where we work into the lake sometimes yeah. Well, yeah. so well, I mean what are your reflections on this movie I know we're way over but whatever um, well let's
2: just say if, if, this, if I could give this movie more than a 10 I would let's put it that way yeah but we're just going 1 through 10 so it gets a 10 my reflection on this movie it was a key movie for me as a kid it was really a a, a, a jaw dropping movie because I had seen monster movies and I I remember going to see a biker movie when I was a kid and those were pretty damn tough too the biker movies yeah. I mean this almost had those a feel late, of a biker movie those late sixties the way they were yeah. shot
1: were like that grindhouse they were yeah. rough you know and, and
2: and the beating up of people and women and like the mistreatment of people and the like no regard for life I had seen one of those but this was the first time that. Like, I saw, like, uh, you know, this larger-than-life figure. I had seen the, the Leone movies, too. Right. But this one really just kind of, because it was real. You could see, like, it Boy. was modern, contemporary. It was real, and you were kind of like, I was like, wow. You the know? way this
1: the way this guy shot this thing. Oh, yeah, Perfect. Start to finish was almost, it, it was a truly epic journey. You yeah, it would. was. This was one of those movies, this kind of defined manhood for a kid of my age, like, because like, I looked up to certain characters. I looked up to Arnold Schwarzenegger and just about everything. He w- he represented, like, that's what a manly man is, you know. Uh, some of the stuff, like, uh, who's that guy with, from the Bruce Lee movies that we laugh about? John Saxon. John
0: Saxon.
1: Uh, you know, there's certain people that are just these charismatic characters. And Clint Eastwood in this movie, and, of course, from the Leone ones as well, he, like, that defines what a young kid goes, man, that's a, that's, like a man that's what I want to grow up to be you know like just this really tough dude doesn't talk a lot gets shit done yeah, you know yeah. and it's kind of um, you, you know I'm not I'm not to saying, me, like, to me I didn't pattern my life after these no, people no, but, no. but like there's certain people that like resonate with you like Ditka I like you know I mean like I like I like his style I like those and Clint Eastwood in this movie was one of those that were like wow well, t- Tiny Tim Tiny Tim of course, yeah, of I, course I like yeah. uh, his style Okay, I just wanted
2: to bring that back from a couple of... But but see, the thing about it is you don't know how polarizing this movie was back in the day. It was a polarizing movie. You either loved it or you hated it. Like left-wing hippies, flower children, you know, they hated this movie because he was the ultimate fascist. He was a fascist in their eyes. This guy was like not going against the law, taking law into his hands. You that's know, that's the way it, way it should stuff, be, you know. Oh, totally, totally. You, nowadays, that 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 uh, you know thing about the movie was like lost, like lost, like the evil, the bad cop. You know, it's like oh, the pigs. You know, and this this is almost like an fu to people, uh, hippies or whoever calling cops pigs or whatever. And, you know. Oh,
1: because she even alludes to that. She yeah. says it wears on you. I can't. I can't handle being called the wife of a pig.
2: Exactly. And
1: they and they actually shot Scorpio to look very Manson. Manson. Mansonish.
2: Yeah. And I'm exactly. almost sure
1: Manson had that peace belt buckle. I'm sure I probably did. Not yeah. that one. That one was a very interesting, like homemade soldered one. Yeah. They didn't make it. I'm mean, saying, but it was a it was a homemade one. But yeah, that's it's true. I never even thought of the levels of that because that yes, that's a whole different level of like that kind of thing.
2: A very polarizing movie. Now it's like everybody thinks it's iconic and all that's wonderful and clean, so it's great, but back in the 70s, there were a lot of people that hated this movie for what it stood yeah. for. It stood for like the evil cop who's a killer. The overlord. The, or yeah, the, the, the overlord, the, 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 the fascist. Step, stepping out of their bounds. Oh, yeah. That's lost today, but that's definitely like Something that I remember from this movie, so uh, it's definitely iconic in that sense. I mean, the Leone westerns were different because they were so stylized and so like beautiful, so mythical kind of. You know what I mean? They were like little, almost like fantasies. But this was those. Those (laughs) are
1: those are some of my favorite movies ever made. Um, The Leone trilogy is just like I love it. I love every one of them, and and I know whatever for different reasons. But wow,
2: I I would be hard pressed to find an actor whose first four movies are as great as Clint Eastwood's. Because I love his first four movies. Those no, it's first the popular ones
1: because he was in that Hot Rod Gang or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I'm talking about the Man Street, the bit ones. Yeah,
2: the, ones. One. Yeah, the, the Leone's and the, uh, and the first Dirty Harry. I mean, those are all great movies. Yeah. See,
1: now what do you think about the sequels? Cause I, they're
2: okay, but they're, they're lesser. Yeah. One.
1: Which is the one under the boardwalk? The third one? I don't even remember. Ugh.
2: I remember Magnum Force. Magnum Force.
1: Yeah, because they... they, Like all of them, like Death Wish, like all these that we talk about, they kind of really fall off. Not Eastwood's fault. It's what he's dealing with. And, and, you know, and, and he... At that point, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say him. he
2: became cartoony, but it became like a, you know, became like
1: a, a Batman or something, right? Like where that. you, yeah. you now things have gone so far that it's like, eh. The first one know. was
2: just like out of the blue. You're like, what? What the hell is this? Yeah.
1: Oh well, yeah, yeah. You know, and yeah. it's very wonderful movie. Um, this really was almost like a defining tough guy cop movie. Yeah. Um, that that all others tried to wish they could be. You know. And um, so, he became, yeah.
2: He became like a John Wayne type figure. Yeah. You know, John Wayne turned down the role of Dirty Harry. Oh, thank God. He And he ended up making something they called McHugh or something yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah, something McHugh. Something like that. That was kind of he turned down thank the
1: role. Thank God. Yeah. This is one of the things, because you always hear about it. who tried out. Like, I remember, uh, yeah. well, I, we've talked about him before, but I'm gl- thank God John Wayne turned that down. This would not be a good movie yeah. with John Wayne.
0: Uh-huh. You no, know, Clint
1: made it. Clint. Ma- well, he didn't make it. It would have been a good movie, but it wouldn't have been iconic. I don't think.
2: No, it would have been no.
1: We would have been talking about it on this show for a different reason. No, 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 <laughs> no. This would have been in the B to Z category instead of our admiration I, and love.
2: I don't think it would have been a Z movie because the director was really good. Yeah, but I think it would director. have been like the Clint became the antihero, yeah. and even though and even though John Wayne kind of was becoming that because people didn't hate, people started to hate him. In the 60s or whatever, they really did hate John Wayne because he was like the old oppressive, crappy America. This is all the cultural stuff that you don't hear about now. But Clint Eastwood kind of made that cool because he was younger, he had longer hair or whatever, but he was still. They even said,
1: "Why don't you cut that hair?" The guy who said that has hair as long as his. Like I was like, exactly, yeah, very interesting. All right, well that's it for this week. Oh yeah, Yeah, ten. I mean, this is one that I don't even rate. It just became part of my life. Yeah, you know, yeah. There's a few in there The Death Race, which most people would be like, "That's a horrible movie. I love it." Yeah, you know yeah, yeah. Terminator. There's some that are just they're they're so iconic to me. They 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 are part of my being. You know, and this is one of them. So. And,
2: and of course, next week we'll have to do a, a lesser movie. Of oh, course. don't
1: worry. Yeah. Next week we're coming back with the worst Slock you can ever find.
2: Every once in a while we got you. We stick you with a good one. Yeah. Just, we, just we, because <laughs> we
1: want to watch it. <laughs> we, we zig and zig and oh then we zag. Boom. All right, that's it for this week with that shenanigans. So, thank you for listening. We'll see you next week. Nothing? All right. See you. Bye. (laughs) That was a a pretty light toss to you there. You're like, "Eh, yeah, yeah, whatever. Get out of here.
0: I'm
2: just worn out from all the, the Eastwood talk.
0: Yeah. Well, do you feel lucky, punk?